You're listening to Ari Snapshots with Jessica Strauss. Each month we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. In this chat we're catching up with Ari researcher Dr Mike Ashworth about the work he's done on canola seeding rate versus ryegrass seed production. We'll also go into the pros and cons of different varieties of canola including hybrid canola. Mike joins me now, how are you going? G'day Jess, how are you? I'm good. Now, firstly, can you give us a bit of background on this area of research and walk us through what your process was in in capturing data on canola seeding rates? Yeah, so about four years ago, we started doing field trials, looking at sort of how we can improve crop competitiveness of canola. And it's a a big issue, you know, everyone sort of thinks canola, big, you know, big crop, very, very competitive, and normally our crops are really, really clean. But that's because, you know, where it's a very, very herbicide-dominant crop and, and the herbicides are actually doing a lot of the pushing. But the question is, what happens when we actually lose some of those herbicides? What ha- we are starting to lose some of those herbicides to, to resistance, obviously, but there's also a social licence issue there around the use of glyphosate and things like that. So we have to be ready uh, to be able to grow this crop with a lot less tools in our tool chest. Yeah, that makes sense. And so in your research, you found that establishing canola at very low seeding rates opens you up to a lot of risk. That was one of your, your big findings. Can you expand on what you found here, Mike? Mm. So when we um, when we deal with a lot of growers, uh, there's been a, a generic a sort of a uh, over the over over time, there's been a push towards lower seeding rates because canola seed is especially when it comes to a hybrid variety is very, very expensive. Um, but what we actually found was that when you actually, and you know that's that's fine for when you actually have a um, a weed in a weed a crop in a weed free situation, it's completely okay. Because what we find is that low low seeding rates, we also we seem to manage our yields quite well. But when we have weeds in the situation, our yield potentials decline dramatically. So, for instance, when we were down to sub twenty plants per square meter for canola. At a narrow row spacing, even with a hybrid, we were losing about 65% of the potential yield from the weed-free situation. But when we increased the seeding rate up to, say, 50 plants per square metre, that yield loss sort of degraded down to around just above 20%. So weeds can do far more damage when we make this sort of uncompetitive environment for the uh, canola. Yeah, that does make sense. So... Let's talk about the different varieties. So, for example, what did you find with different varieties, including hybrid canola versus other canola varieties? What were the differences with the varieties? Yeah, so we uh, we predominantly tested two var- two varieties. So we had a hybrid line and an open pollinated line, and as we know, sort of as when you use a hybrid line, they tend to grow a bit more quickly, but they also develop a, a, a larger leaf area. And what we found was we had early canopy cover up, up around that sort of 15 weeks after sowing, we managed to get full canopy cover there. And we also had far less light intercept. We have greater we had far greater light interception from those lines. When it came to annual ryegrass and wild radish, that did translate to a a reduction in ryegrass and wild radish seed production. So it's quite an important component. Yeah, interesting. And we're going to go into a bit more detail of the crop competition side of canola. So, But we know that herbicides are working really well in canola, quite effective. But we know that this can always change, as, as you alluded to earlier. Uh, you know, for example, herbicide resistance could take hold. And so the future of this herbicide use, you know, there's always a question mark around it. So what are some of the trends you've noticed because of the reliance on herbicide in canola? So, yeah, what I'm noticing, especially once we get into this herbicide tolerant 
current crop and, and with the increase in seed costs that growers are really pushing seed rates down to quite critical levels. The question is what happens when we do get a blowout and we are starting to see that where fields are starting to get resistance. It, it is a real problem. We need to start thinking about the way we grow these crops in a far more holistic way. Okay, so we you know we talk about the Weed Smart Big Six. Um, we need to bring co- competition back into the fore, and that might require us to have some level of a uh, some increase in the seeding rate, or narrowing of the row spacing, or a more competitive line, or a larger seed size, in order to overcome that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what about when we're talking about growing a competitive canola crop? What's the ideal seeding rate? We talked about seeding rate. What would be the ideal? Okay, so what we actually did was we did work in annual ryegrass and in wild radish. Now, when it came to annual ryegrass, we had factors such as row spacing, we had seeding rate and we had seed size and also variety there. What we found was when it came to seeding rate, we want to keep our establishment rate above 35 plants per square metre. Row spacing, interestingly, didn't make have a large effect simply because canola is very indeterminate. It will take up all that real estate that we leave it. And we also want to use a hybrid variety if possible, okay? But when it comes to out-competing wild radish, it's a whole different story. The competition against wild radish is about space, it's about real estate, because that is a species that is very closely... Uh, the phenotype is very, very similar to canola, so it will want to... Set, it, its yield potential comes from its secondary branching. So what we want to do there is rob it of all the real estate possible. So what we found was we needed to maximise our seeding rate up to around 50 plants per square metre. Narrow row spacings, 25 over 50. A hybrid variety um, did did some lifting, but not as much as the row spacing and the seeding rate. And also, we also found that increasing the seed size was important there because larger seed size, we had better emergence from that seeding rate. We also had better early vigour, which could end up taking up that real estate. So we just need to deny these weeds of the space to grow, the nutrients and the light. And, um, you know, we'll help, help our herbicides out an awful lot. Yeah, for sure. So in terms of, um, you know, specifics around row spacing and seed size, can you give some details on what would be ideal in those areas? Uh, so within our studies, we had 25 centimetre, which was your standard sort of 9 to 10 inch. And then we had... Um, 50 centimetres which is around your 18 18 inch row spacing I always recommend to growers if you can go 25 you're better off but generally with canola it's less important issue than your seeding rate so make sure that your establishment rate is high okay and then when it came to seed size there's been a lot of work in showing that when we increase our seed size we get a better establishment from the seed that we put in the ground and the seeds that come out of the ground are far more vigorous Okay, so you know, sometimes we can't we we can't um, control all of these factors, but if you can go for a larger seed size, do. But if you can't, just put a bit more seed in. Okay, try to go and get a few more plants per square meter, even if they're a little bit less vigorous. And then in terms of you know growing hybrid canola, are there any downsides or anything that growers need to be mindful about in, in growing these varieties? Well, really, it comes down to cost. Okay, so you need to measure up your cost, your input costs versus what you're trying to do and the risks you are also applying to your herbicides. But what we what we found at the end of the day, when we did the yields, when we looked at the quality, looked at the economics, increasing your seeding rate from 20 to 50 plants per square metre, you were more 
more than paid at the end of the day when it came to increases in yield, simply in, in the weedy situation that is, simply because we did have that increase in yield potential in the weedy situation. But in the completely weed free situation, I completely agree with growers, low seeding rate gives you a very, very high yield, but we just need to be a lot more careful about that because you know, the sustainability of these herbicides has to be taken into account. Yeah, for sure. And is there anything else that you think growers need to be mindful about on this topic, Mike, that's come about out of your research? Yeah, I think, um, you know, when you th- when you look at this, you've got to think about it as an integrated approach, okay? So, you know, you obviously, you need to rotate your pre-emergent herbicides you're using. You need to pick the right variety, the variety for the situation. So if I've got a weedy field, I need to use a big competitive hybrid. I need to look at my seeding rate, that I'm using in order to develop a holistic sort of competitive environment for these weeds. But then at the end of the day, we're still going to get some survivors, some stuff coming through. So we need to start looking at our spray topping options in in that situation and also the use of harvest weed seed control. Go right the back, right through the whole thing. We should have, we should win. But um, if you look at one thing in isolation, it, it, you often get failures. So bring the whole thing into, into, into game. Yeah, for sure, Mike. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Really uh, practical messages there and important uh, important information to share with growers and agronomists. Thank you so much. No worries. Catch you.